you can get inspired all you want, but once you truly decide that this is just the path for you, you're unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. You just make a decision that you're going to be successful. And you decide every day, you decide with every choice you make that you're not going to do the plan B thing. You're going to do the plan A thing. The plan B thing is to press snooze on your alarm clock. That's plan B. Now, plan A, what you planned was to get up and go work out or do whatever it is you need to do. That's plan A. So always deciding that your plan A is the only plan. There is no plan B. Hello and welcome to the Mommy Millionaire Show. This is your host, Kayla Kraft. I am a mom of three, multimillionaire, master life coach, and money mindset queen. I am so happy and thankful that you're here. I am actually on a mission to help 1 million women make a million dollars or more a year. That could be you. Every week, I'm bringing you inspiring stories to help you feel empowered, to broaden your horizons, to gain clarity and strategy on living your best life. Over at Mommy Millionaire, we pursue our lives with purpose and love and the riches always follow. So stay tuned because I'm bringing you episodes twice a week. I believe you are your biggest asset. So let's build you up today. Let's get into it. Hello, Mommy Millionaires. I am so excited about today's amazing interview. You know, I'm always trying to bring you real inspiring moms who are in the trenches building their empires and can give you real life practical tips on how you can create the life of your dreams. And so today I'm bringing you just that. Sheila Bella is a celebrity brow artist and beauty business success coach. She is the founder of two seven-figure businesses, Sheila Bella Permanent Makeup and Pretty Rich Bosses Online Academy. She is the host of Pretty Rich Podcast, which is a top-rated beauty entrepreneurship show on iTunes. She is also the president of the American Academy of Micropigmentation. She is a speaker, social media marketing strategist, wife, and boy mom. Her passion is teaching beauty bosses how to be booked out in their salons and how to create wildly profitable online coaching businesses themselves so they can expand their potential beyond the chair and create massive impact from the comfort of their home. So I met Sheila online Mm -hmm. somehow. I don't remember, but she (laughs) comes up at everywhere. She's like in all of the same circles. And almost a year ago, my friend, Rachel Luna, who's been on the podcast, she's girl confident on Instagram. I know all of you guys love her. She came to stay the night at my house in Newport beach before she was supposed to speak at Sheila Bella's event that weekend. Well, this was before our whole world was turned upside down while Rachel landed, everything started to get canceled. And I remember that day. It takes me back to that day. I'm getting chills because it was a gloomy day in Newport, which it's never gloomy. It was gloomy. And it was like, all of us could feel like, oh my gosh, our whole world is shutting down. And it was so scary. I remember sitting across from Rachel on the couch and we were praying and Sheila's like texting her, like, what do I do? I don't know. Should I give the money back to these people? The events canceled. There's just be like 400 people coming. And I remember sitting there. I didn't, me and Sheila had never really talked before, but I remember praying for you on that couch, just, you know, that God would give you wisdom on what to do. And so it's crazy that now here you are yeah. on this podcast about to share 
a huge, what would have been a setback. You turned it into a major comeback. Mm-hmm. Thank you, God. And so I'm so excited to welcome Sheila to the podcast today. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Kayla. Oh, thanks for bringing me back. You know, I wanted to go there because they just heard all of these amazing things about you. And I want them to know how far you've come in just a mm-hmm. year, you know, like you hit your rock bottom and now you're here. You just had yeah. your best year ever. Crazy. It's surreal. Mm-hmm. It's surreal. It's happened so fast that it almost doesn't feel real. It still feels like a dream, although it's been a year, but it just goes to show what true hard work and true focus can mm-hmm. really do. You know, when God pushes you to the end of yourself, what he can bring out of you. Mm. And that's where I was. I had no plan B. My salon was shut down. All these people were so angry with me for not canceling that event sooner. It's not that easy if you've ever done events. It's not that easy. (laughs) No, we were, we had to cancel our event in Bali. I mean, mine wasn't to the extent of yours because mine was a mastermind. So it was way fewer people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I remember I was like, no, I was like, oh, it'll be gone by then. It was in May. You know, I thought, oh, no way. Like we're not canceling anything. Yeah, I I remember. I know it's laughable now. (laughs) And even Confidence Activated, Rachel's event. Now I felt at the time very singled out by our Lord and Savior. I (laughs) I did. I know I wasn't, but I'm like, God, this timing. Mm -hmm. This timing, it was like, why? It almost felt like a miscarriage because, or not even a miscarriage, like a stillbirth almost. Oh gosh. And I'm a mother and I'm not saying that losing a child and losing an event, you know, is the same level of pain, but I guess that's the best way I can describe it. Well, you are, your your events or any businesses, you're giving life to something, you know, that is like our feminine energy and our power is to create. Mm-hmm. And so when something dies that we've created, I mean, I understand Absolutely. the analogy. Yeah. Yeah. It was in my head. It's still mm-hmm. in my head. It's still inside me. And, you know, it was my first event, 420 people. My industry was really looking forward to this thing. And then the night before it was supposed to happen, my bags were packed. The U-Haul was packed. Everybody was ready to go. I was going to go there the next morning. And this happened. So I was like, I can't believe. And even that weekend, I remember that weekend in Newport, right? When you you said it was really gloomy. It was gloomy up here too in Porter Ranch. And it was raining. Like everything was sad. And everything was so scary and uncertain. The weather was not helping. Well, you know, and we talked about this before we got started that, you know, that kind of took you down like for a couple of weeks, you were just in a bad spot mentally. Yeah, I needed to do that. I also didn't know how to show up. I'm so used to showing up like really positive and really knowing, you know, like I'm, I know what to, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I didn't yeah. know to, I didn't even know what to say. I didn't know what to say. I had no idea. I didn't have a crystal ball either. So I couldn't predict the future. Should I postpone this a couple months? Should I make this virtual? I mean, there's so many open-ended questions, but not just that. My salon that was a seven-figure, you know, permanent makeup studio was shut down. All of my girls were out of work and I didn't know. I I was the poorest I had ever been. After making multiple seven figures in my business, I found myself the poorest I'd ever been again. Mm -hmm. But this time with a ton of responsibility Mm -hmm. and children, et cetera, et cetera. And to me at the time, there was no hope. (laughs) How did your husband handle it? Oh my gosh. Very compassionately for me. He is my witness. As you know, we have one and he just... He knows it all. He carries it all Mm -hmm. Um, in a way that 
no one else will get to see. That's what's so amazing about marriage. And he's incredibly supportive. And he even, he's always my lawyer. <laughs> he's always defending me. Aww. So we even had a podcast episode that kind of went through the whole experience. And he was there. It was great. And I heard you had a podcast with Stephanos last week. And yeah, this was one of those moments that really bonded us. Like Aww. one of those experiences. But yeah, sure. I can tell you right now, I had the worst year of my life and ended up being the best year of my life. But there's nuances. There's things there that only your partner gets to see. Yeah. So you get out of that, right? You see a way. What was that moment like when you're like, okay, it's just time to pivot? I had to stop hanging on to the way things were and just accept that the way things are the way they are now. Yes. And I remember the two weeks that I was down And I was watching the news and I was looking on social media and I was like muted and like silent. I remember thinking like, I'm built for this. I know it. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm built for this. I know it. And I was like, I need to show up. I need to contribute. I had that confidence of anybody can talk about how to bring my industry, these women out of this. It's me. I need to get back in there. I just needed some time for myself. I needed to fill my cup. I didn't know what to say. And the obstacle is the way. I, you know, listened to my own advice and, you know, amidst my pain and mourning over the loss of this event baby, (laughs) playing every second of it in my head from start to finish, I made a decision that I had to survive. I had to pivot. I like how you said decision because that's really what it is. You know, you can't think about it. You just got to decide like, I'm either going to stay here or I'm going. That's huge, Kayla. I agree with you. That was a theme. (laughs) That was the theme of my event last year or my non-event, whatever. It was decision. (laughs) Yeah. It was decision because you can get inspired all you want. But once you truly decide that this is just the path for you, you're unstoppable. Mm -hmm. And that's all it is. You just make a decision that you're going to be successful and you decide every day. You decide with every choice you make that you're not going to do the plan B thing. You're going to do the plan A thing. The plan B thing is to press snooze on your alarm clock. That's plan B. Now, plan A, what you planned was to get up and go work out or do whatever it is you need to do. That's plan A. So always deciding that your plan A is the only plan. There is no plan B. I'm all about encouraging women to truly decide to say yes to themselves that dream that's inside of them that won't go away, say yes, decide that it's going to happen now. It's just going to happen now. So you got into the online space, right? So you were teaching people how to build an online business. Nobody could go into work. So everybody needed to go online. How did you start to market yourself? What did you start to say to people? Talk to me about that path. Okay. So I've been dabbling in coaching and creating online courses for a couple of years now. So In some ways, I kind of got a head start. Although it wasn't my bread and butter, I didn't take it super seriously. People did know that I had an online course teaching about marketing and things like that here and there, but it wasn't Mm -hmm. my business. It wasn't my bread and butter. And the thing is, now that I think about it, this didn't just happen. (laughs) This is residual. Nothing just happens, right? This is residual from years and years of showing up, being consistent. How long would you say you've been consistent online? Hmm. I'd say 2018 was the time where I started leaning into my personal brand more. Okay. So for a couple of years. My business brand. 
was alive and well, you know, but yeah. we were all about eyebrows and microblading, but really leaning into my personal brand more in 2018. And when I first started doing it, it obviously felt weird. And I even got criticism from people like, Sheila, what are you doing with these pictures? I mean, long captions. And I remember this guy saying like, it's beneath you. It's beneath you. And now his wife is doing it. Anyway, so I'm <laughs> like, okay. But you know, when you first start showing up in social media and you don't think anybody cares and you don't think anybody's listening and maybe my family didn't understand, like, why are you doing a brand shoot? <laughs> oh, yeah. But everybody's watching and you're inspiring people as they watch. So yeah. you had been consistently showing up and then you're like, okay, well, we're going all in because that's literally what I decided and that's my only option right now. Thank right? <laughs> God. Now the family is like, thank God you did those brand shoots and you made us pose in those outfits. <laughs> yeah. So you started to help people and you ended up having your biggest year ever. Yeah. And before we started the podcast, you kind of told me what it took. You said focus. Mm-hmm. What, what does focus look like? Because people, I think we all have different definitions. That's true. What focus <laughs> looks like, right? And I yeah. think in order to build a seven figure brand, I mean, you've got to be focused on getting clients. If you don't have clients, you don't have a business, right? Yeah. You need yeah. to make sure that you have good content. Is your content curated in a way that people actually take the information and then receive a transformation and are able to make money from that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't just take like good marketing efforts. You actually need to be like giving out good things. Mm-hmm. So I thought I was giving a lot of value for years, yeah. but the switch for me, why I ended 2020 as my biggest year yet was that I had a mindset shift and I focused on sales, which is the most important thing. And I thought I was sales focused and I hired a business coach, another one, because I'm always hiring business coaches. But yeah, that's another wrinkle too, because at the time in my life where I had no money, no money was coming in. I spent the most money I had ever spent on coaching. And my family thought I was crazy. And I said, I love it. This is, it's a reason, not an excuse. It's more of a reason to dig deeper, get resourceful and to do it if you're down and out. And thank God I did because now I have another multiple seven figure business. So did you hire a coach that was in the beauty industry or? Okay. No, not even. Okay. And that's another thing too. I really think that the Lord led me to these coaches because I didn't hire just one. I hired three actually. And none of them were in the beauty industry, but two of them focused on the online space. Another one was a fitness entrepreneur. And I just kind of like pieced everything together and it taught me sales. Yeah. So I think that's really important because you know, people think if I don't have any money, it doesn't make sense to invest in myself Mm -hmm. right now, but you are your biggest asset. And so Mm -hmm. you should always be investing in yourself. Always. I have three different coaches right now. I love that you said three. Yeah. I have three different coaches right now and I'm getting something different from each person. And I don't look at it as like, oh, I need to see this money back by, you know, six months from now. I don't even put a thing on that Mm -hmm. because I know the ROI is for the rest of my life. Like you can't even put a number on what happens when you invest in a coach. Totally agree with you there. It's funny. I have three coaches now too, and I get something different for each yeah. and every one of them. Yeah. Well, I think success leaves clues, everybody that's listening in right now. And so if two successful moms are up here saying, <laughs> invest in yourself, just do it. Just find a way to invest in yourself. Why wouldn't yeah. you? It's the closest thing to a shortcut. Mm-hmm. It's just asking somebody who has a result that you want, how they did it. And here's the thing too, Kayla, I'm sure you know, a lot of listeners are probably getting a ton of value out of this podcast, but it's different when you're working with someone because When I was listening to podcasts for several years, trying to start an online business, I mean, I was doing okay. 
you know, I was making maybe like, you know, $20,000 a month, something like that. And it was, it was, that was great. And then as soon as I hired a business coach, I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is not the same thing. And I've 15 X my monthly from there. So, so absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, it's absolutely worth it. But you have to decide. Mm-hmm. You have to decide that whatever it is, whatever value you're going to get with a coach, you have to be coachable. Mm-hmm. You have to actually do it. I know you have a mastermind mm-hmm. and you have coaches with inside of your mastermind, which is awesome. Yeah. I have mommy millionaire coaches too. So we have like a whole coaching membership for people. And I love that you're investing so much in one-on-one accountability for people mm-hmm. because working one-on-one with somebody, like it's just very different what happens in a group. Like one-on-one, you can see the blind spots that people are having that they cannot see, right? And if you show up in just a group setting, you just get lost. It's easier to hide when you're in a group. So I didn't know I was going to go down this rabbit hole of one-on-one coaching. But I mean, I think somebody needs to hear it because it's just one-on-one, you cannot hide. I mean, you show up and we see all of you. (laughs) And so I think it's super powerful that like, if you don't have somebody that is like a one-on-one with you, you need to do it now. Like this is your sign. Go and make it happen. Okay. Yeah. That's what changed my life and yours. Yeah. So you get into this, like you're creating a new program. You're doing something nobody in the beauty industry has done. I don't know anybody in the beauty industry that does that. I do know people in the beauty industry that have masterminds and do all these things, but I don't know anybody that's following your model. So Mm -hmm. there wasn't like a book you could buy to follow the step-by-step guide, right? You're creating that book now for people. I am actually, I'm writing a book right now. Okay. See, there we go. (laughs) But there's a certain mindset there that I want everybody listening into this podcast right now to adopt. And what it is, is you had to give yourself permission to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about deciding. It's also about saying it's okay to figure it out as you go and to make up your own rules. Yeah. I don't know what's more uncertain. Mm -hmm. Not having that guidance to me was more uncertain than having it. Mm. And so, I mean, as entrepreneurs, you know, we wake up every day and we're like in the mafia, we're like in the mob. Like, <laughs> I know, right? The day is uncertain. Like, what's today? Bring? <laughs> Who is behind that door? What am I going to open to when I swipe up my phone? You know, so that's why my cortisol day. levels are so spiked. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> yeah, we're just like in a constant state of uncertainty. But hey, if you're going to be in the mob, like, get a guide, have, get like a senior mob member to be like, it's okay. I've been there before. Mm-hmm. That door isn't that scary. Okay. You got to watch out for this guy. You know what I mean? So like we're in the mob. Like why wouldn't you want mob training? Oh gosh. Did I just go there? I love it. People are laughing right now. We know it. We know it, but it's so true because I mean, as I say that I'm like, gosh, you know, when I worked as an ER nurse, I mean, it was constant uncertainty all day. And that's the thing I signed up for to work in the ER was because I wanted that like adrenaline rush oh, of not man. knowing what you were going to get. Yeah. And at the same time, there was always somebody there that knew more than me that could help me. Mm-hmm. And that was like a safety blanket, whether it be a doctor or another like senior nurse or something like that, that could help. And mm-hmm. why is it not normal for us in this online industry to do it? Like I want to normalize yeah. it. I want to normalize yeah. it. Everybody has a coach. Everybody's getting help because the mentorship that comes from podcasts, both you and I have podcasts. It's great. And I always say like, if you took everything I say in my podcast, you have a seven figure brand period. If you actually did it, you know, but the problem is, is that there's, you know, hundreds of thousands of people that listen in every month to the mommy millionaire podcast. Not all of them are millionaires yet. Mm -hmm. And it's because you've got to have that accountability. Hey love, we're going to take a quick break from the episode because I have a special invitation for you. We just rebranded the Millionaire S Society to become a coaching membership. 
And the first time I hired a business coach, everything changed for me in my life. I basically got a new marriage, even though I'm married to the same guy, new friendships, new city, new businesses, all because I had somebody you know, looking at my life and helping me see my blind spots, helping me gain new perspective on my past and on my future. So coaching is a necessity for me. I always have a coach because I'm always wanting to get to where I want to go quicker than if I was going alone. I wanted to make coaching affordable for all people, even people that are like, I don't know what my purpose is. I don't know what I want to do. I just know I want to do something. And I wanted to give you the invitation to join this coaching membership. No matter where you are in your life right now, coaching will serve you. We focus on healing and moving forward at the same time. So helping you see your limiting beliefs, helping you break that glass ceiling that is above you and helping you create a beautiful vision for your life. One that on your own, you wouldn't be able to do it, but together we can help you get there. So I'm so excited for your life to completely transform inside of the Millionaires Society. So I want you to head over to mommymillionaire.co forward slash coaching right now to join this beautiful membership. It is month to month. You know, the bad thing about when you're first starting out with investing in yourself, some coaches make you sign year-long contracts. And that can be really scary and intimidating if you've never invested in yourself. So I wanted to make the barrier of entry super low. It's just a complete no-brainer and absolutely irresistible that you got to say yes now. There are limited spots available. So I want you to say yes to you. Say yes to your transformation. You are worthy of coaching. You are worthy of support and you deserve that next level of success for you. So I can't wait to see you inside the society. Let's get back to the episode. So the mindset that you took was embracing uncertainty, right? It's saying it's okay that I don't know what's going to happen today. I know that God's going to equip me when something comes up. So what's your mindset routine? Talk to me about how did you get into this space to be okay with uncertainty? Because I think moms need to hear this. So I'm a type eight on the Enneagram. Love Enneagram. Me too. Oh my. Okay. I feel it. I feel it. So yeah, we love control. We like control. We just... Yeah. We like to hold the puppet strings and tell everybody what we to do. We do. We do. And I resisted that trait of mine for a very long time. And that's how my husband and I got into so many fights. He's like, you just want control or everything. I'm like, no, I'm not too. But I mean, after you know a lot of therapy and self-discovery, I'm like, oh, he's right. And now I just own it. I just own it. You're right. So, so my routine, well, first of all, I totally believe in a strong morning routine, especially in motherhood. That time in the morning between 5.30 and 6.30 where everyone's still asleep and it's cold and it's still dark, you're up before the enemy. Mm, and the enemy are the kids, your business, <laughs> your team. But then now that my team is friggin' like all over the United States, they're up too. And so now I just need to turn my phone off. <laughs> but yeah, I really believe in having a strong morning routine. I read my devotional every morning. So I have a love-hate relationship with affirmations, but I do have a journal right now that has a space for it. What's your affirmation of the day? And then this just came to me the other day because I'm in sales, right? If you're an entrepreneur, you're in you're sales, sales too. Yeah, you're in sales, right? So what's your affirmation of the day? And it says, I am blank. And the first thing that came to my mind was, I am right. I'm right. 
And obviously, you don't take that energy with you in relationships. Your relationships are going to crumble. But in business, mm-hmm. you kind of have to have that air of confidence at certain times. I'm not saying don't be open to feedback, but know that you know what you're talking about, especially by now. You're right. You are right. You're right about your experiences. I feel like women sometimes, I feel like they just need to put that on. You know, when you're about to hit record on a podcast, when you're about to go live on an Instagram live, or when you're about to write a caption, like put that on. Yes, that's good. Yes. So now my team created a shirt for me. (laughs) I want to order one. Are these like orderable? We're we're into this. Maybe one day. (laughs) One day. One day that's going to be your merch. That's going to blow up. Okay. So first of all, you're talking to the affirmation queen. Everybody listening in right now, I'm like all affirmations all the time. That's like what I I need help live by. (laughs) Yeah. We can talk about it, but well, I think that you have to make your affirmations work for you, you know, and your affirmations have to be believable Mm because a lot of people will be like, I am rich. And then they're like, no, I have like, I'm negative $10 (laughs) in the bank account and I'm not rich. Right. And so you have to redefine what rich is Mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I always say like, gosh, rich, like if you're breathing right now, you're rich Mm because you have plenty of air. You know, and so you start to like have these conversations with your subconscious mind to get it to buy in to the new affirmation mm. that you're yeah. trying to get it to buy. Yeah. So it's I all like about that. having good conversations with your subconscious and then you'll love mm. affirmations. Yeah. I like that for sure. I like that. Yeah. Well, like you, like that. Be, you like to be right. And so your I subconscious like to... likes to be right. So you're like, well, let me make sure I'm right here. They do need to be believable and things that resonate with you. So mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So you have a positive morning routine. I love that. I always tell moms, like, it just depends on what season you're in. You know, like if you have a newborn, like the 530 to 630 is not going to work, right? (laughs) It's not like, that's just not going to happen, but make sure that you're making yourself a priority and that you're having self-care time somewhere throughout your day. You know, it has to just look like whatever works for you. I love that you just give everybody permission to do what they want to do, like the way you show up online. So I want to talk to you about that. How do you curate your content? Because people Mm -hmm. always say, I don't know what to post. And I always go to your page and I laugh. I look for <laughs> Sheila's page. How do I curate my content? Um, so you can go to SheilaBella.com forward slash strangers to clients if you want like the exact formula. But honestly, look, she is it's, always selling. I love it. Yes. I <laughs> Good. That's where Take I was going to go people. to. Take That's notes. where I was going to go to. Okay. I have a family account, you know, a family Instagram account that, you know, I don't care about the color scheme. I don't, you know what I mean? But as far as like, if, if you're mommy millionaire and you have a business page, like a business Instagram account, I hope that the point of it is sales. Mm-hmm. So let's begin with the end in mind, begin yes. with the end in mind, right? So right. what do you want? So what do I want? I want sales. I want to help as many women as possible in the beauty industry scale to multiple seven figures. Because hey, if a blonde Asian bimbo can do it like me, like you can totally do it. You, I don't even have a degree. English is my second language. So yeah, so you start with the end in mind. And then so you think about, okay, so if you want sales, what is it about you, right? What is the transformation that you want to bring out in people? And mm-hmm. what do you need to put out there so that they trust you? So that they know that you're equipped to help them. And so a lot of it is telling your story sharing social proof behind the scenes stuff is really trust building as well. And you know what else is trust building is asking for help, Mm. not just giving value, but I think being vulnerable and asking for help. That's also trust building because once I've helped somebody, I trust them a little bit more. You know what I mean? They're human to me, Mm. right? 
So whether that's asking for reviews for my podcast, I'm like, hey guys, I need your help. And that's a beautiful word in general that I feel like people don't use nowadays, especially Enneagram type eights like us, right? You know, but hey guys, I need help. Um, You know what? I, for some reason, I ask for help very easily. Oh, Like if you're like, do you want me to pick your kids up from school? I'll be like, yeah, sure. And I don't feel bad about it. I'm like, if you've offered, I will take it. Maybe I don't ask for help though. Yeah. But if you offer, I will always take it up. I will be like, yes, yes, yes. I've always been that way. And I think I was raised by a single mom. So I always saw her, I don't know, she just always got help. And so I just thought that that was normal. You know, like my aunts and everybody helped my mom. Yeah. Well, my love language is acts of service. So yeah, I'll take it too. I'll take it too. Yeah. You want me to make it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Please. Um, Sorry, I went off on a tangent. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. That's what we do here. So social media strategy, it's actually very, it's, I have a social media schedule. I post twice a day, every day. I do stories every day. But the thing is, sometimes I don't film all my stories every day. I'll film it all in one day. Yeah. On Thursday. That's a really good point because I think a lot of people don't think they can pre-batch their stories and you absolutely can. Yeah, you can. I do it all on Thursday. I write it on Tuesday. Okay. You write it on Tuesday. Okay. And so you're still writing all of your stuff for your social media. I just hired another writer just a week ago. So I'm like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Well, I think it's good because people always ask me, do you still write your stuff? I still write all of my stuff for social media and I have tried hiring out that and it never, I mean, my engagement went way down Mm. when I had Mm. a writer. And I think if you could give away everything else, Mm -hmm. but your social media, there's just something about it. Like that is your first point of contact and building trust with people. Like give that some effort, you know, give that some of your time and attention, especially in the beginning when you don't know your voice well enough, you know? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Writing has been transformative. It's a discipline that's been transformative. People see it as a task and it is like, oh, I got to write a long caption. But really the discipline of it, yeah, just made me more self-aware. So my infographics, my educational posts and stuff, I have a team that I meet with on a weekly basis that kind of like takes my ideas and then creates graphics out of them. Yeah. But I have that now. I didn't have that even just a year ago, but they're still my ideas. Absolutely. And then I know you're doing a ton of reels. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with reels right now. I just went viral on TikTok over the weekend. So I'm yes. like super obsessed with TikTok. And what I want people to get from your social media strategy is like, you definitely seem like you're having fun. Like I know it's work and I know you're selling, but it doesn't seem like it's a force like, oh God, I got to show up and I got to say something today. It's very much like, hey, like you're having fun and people are attracted to that. And I'm not saying you have to show up and be Sheila online, but like if you're Mm -hmm. so attached to the outcome of how many sales you get from that video, then it's Mm -hmm. not fun and people can feel Mm -hmm. that energy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's got to be fun. And I'm so glad because I have musical theater background. And so when my husband sees me, you know, doing all these like reels and stuff, they're like, look at you, you're acting after all. (laughs) Well, I love that. See, everything is happening for your highest good. Like, you know, like you didn't know that you would need to be entertaining on a reel one day and God knew. And he had you in school for that a long time ago. That's crazy. I love that. I know. I know those times. When I didn't make that audition or didn't get that call back or something, (laughs) you know, so I do feel very fulfilled and very used in all the best ways possible. Yeah. What do you tell somebody that's maybe dealt with a lot of rejection from, you know, putting themselves out there online for maybe even three years, maybe five, Mm -hmm. seven years, Mm -hmm. and they're not seeing the results that we're seeing? What would you tell that person? Get coaching, get help. Number Mm -hmm. one, 
also know that the road to yes is paved with no's. Truly though, if you've been truly consistent and really trying at this for three years, nothing's happened. Maybe it's your content. And I would get help. I would get an extra set of eyes to help you look into that and don't take it personally. I really think think that that is what a lot of mm -hmm. people do. It's like, if they're not getting the results they want, they take it as a personal attack on them. Like there's something wrong with them that their worthiness is attached to the social media numbers or the sales numbers. Yeah. Listen, it's not always the case. Sometimes I'll post a caption, right? And then I poured my heart and soul into and I was just like super vulnerable. And I'm like, oh oh my gosh, here's my soul, everyone. And then the engagement will be really low. And then I'll take that same piece of content or that same story. And then I'll put it on a YouTube video or like a podcast and just the format itself will do much better. I'll get so many DMs about it. They'll say like, oh my gosh, I watched this. I related to it. I was crying. So you know what I mean? Um, Also, mommies, repurpose content. If you write a really awesome caption that was really aligned with you that you want to talk about, you can repurpose that for a lot of different things. You can elaborate on that on a podcast. You can Mm -hmm. create a script out of that for a YouTube video. And now we got Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. We did a clubhouse together, right? We did do a clubhouse together. That was my first time. It was my clubhouse chair right there. Yeah. Clubhouse is like a whole nother thing that I don't know if I love yet. Because it's just just a time sucker. It's a lot of information. This is the feedback I'm getting as well. I love it, but then I hate it too. Because I'm just like, well, you know, it's a lot of work. And I'm like, social media on Instagram or TikTok is so much easier. It's like 15 seconds. You're like, boom. You know, value. Boom. But yeah, these clubhouse rooms can go on for like, I think the longest clubhouse rooms went on for like 36 hours. That's the record. Like you got to sleep. I love myself too much. You know, we talked about social media. We talked about giving yourself that permission to do what you want to do. And the next thing I want to talk about is when you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there with a new offer. What are your rules around your offerings that you put out to the world? When I'm putting myself out there with a new offer. Yeah. Like, let's say, you know, I always tell people you got to have an irresistible offer. So if you're not getting Mm -hmm. the sales that you think you should be getting, it's because your offer isn't irresistible enough. Mm -hmm. So to me, sales is proactive, not reactive. I think write that down. Sales is proactive, not reactive, not reactive. Okay. So I think you need to go get the sales. So I think where a lot of people get discouraged is that they have a new offer They have a beautiful landing page with it. They follow all the launch rules and everything. And then they just wait. (laughs) That's what I used to do too. I used to do that too. They just wait for the sales. And I remember, yeah, the first thing I ever launched, I mean, I couldn't relax. I couldn't relax. I mean, I was out with my husband. It was his birthday. We were on a rooftop at the La Filifera rooftop in Los Angeles. And that night I was not having fun. I was staring at my PayPal account to see if anybody bought this thing that I put my heart and soul into. So Mm -hmm. sales is proactive. You got to go get it. It seems as if a lot of online course creators and a lot of digital marketers will just put something up and then they're like, I made an 18 figures on this thing, right? But then you don't have a repeatable sales process Well, it always makes me laugh when people claim their big numbers like that, because I'm like, how much did you spend in ads? You know, how much did you spend? And then people don't realize that it's like, oh, like they spent a million dollars in ads. And so they made this much like, okay, that makes sense now. But people don't realize that you pay a million dollars on ads. And then that's why you made, you know, 1.2. So you really only made (laughs) $200,000. 
(laughs) (laughs) So I would say go out and get it. What does that look like? Like, do you recommend people go into the DMs and be like, hey, like, have you heard of this? Okay, tell me what that looks like for you. Tell me what your sales process looks like because people like to hear these practical things. All right, everything's a lead or potential lead. And the thing is, guys, when I talk in these sales terms, like everyone's a lead, that's somebody who needs your help. Yes. Right. And I feel so passionate about sales because I'm really confident in my product Mm -hmm. because I know what I've been able to do. I know what my product can do. I know what my coaching program can do. And there's a lot of people who are lost and who need it. So I try to help as many people as possible, even people who don't even realize that I can help them. I think, well, and I think I, that if there's somebody listening in right now that just goes, Ugh, you know, and like had an issue with you saying that, that's probably why you don't have sales. And that's probably why you don't have something <laughs> You know, I'm just going to call out that elephant in the room because there's a subconscious belief somewhere that sales is icky. Yeah. And you have to be so sold on your product. Mm-hmm. I just, that's so funny. I didn't know we were going to talk about sales today. I just did an Insta story on this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because this is the thing. This is the vibe you've got to be obsessed with what you got, like what you have to offer people. It just comes out. Like you want to tell everybody. It's like, you have the cure to cancer. If I have the cure to cancer, I'm going and telling everybody, I don't care how crazy I look. I want to tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That's how obsessed you had to be with your service or your product. I'm going to be creepy. I'm going to be creepy and be like, Hey, is there anyone in your family? That's like, you know what I mean? So, and I think what a lot of people are doing is they're paying for all of these coaching programs and everything, and they're not paying the right mentors. Mm. Right. And also you want a program that's specific to your pain point, right? Mm -hmm. So a lot of people in the beauty industry, they think that if they add additional services to their salon menu or their spa menu, then they are inevitably going to make more sales. But if you have a sales problem in your business, you should take a sales training for that specific business. And that's exactly what we do at Pretty Good Classes. But as my sales process, yeah, I make sure I have a very heavy outreach. I talk to everybody. Are you physically doing that still? Like, how do you keep up with it? So I do a lot of it. And I also have a team that helps me do it. Mm -hmm. So it's both. And I also have a sales team. Now, I didn't have a sales team before, but now I do. Listen, building a sales team is the best thing I've done for my business. If you are not making sales... Ask yourself, how many hours a day did you actually spend selling? Mm -hmm. Or were you just waiting for the sale, right? So actual selling. So I have a sales team. And so now I know that if I ever have the baby again and go on maternity leave, I have, you know, 10 girls whose every waking moment of every day is focused on selling. They don't get paid. Do you pay them commission or do you pay them flat rate? Um, some of them I pay a base paid, but then I like making many entrepreneurs out of people. Okay. And then, so, yeah, I think getting paid for results is rewarding. You feel okay. like you really deserve it. So I pay people based on results. Okay. Just like entrepreneurs don't get paid unless you have a result. Okay. So obsessed with all of this. Me too. And I feel like me and you could talk forever and ever about <laughs> all the things, entrepreneurship. And so I just want you to wrap this up really quick. If you could tell mommy millionaires one thing that they could focus on to really double their sales? Because it always is one thing. It's not like 20 things. It's usually one thing. What Mm -hmm. would you say that is? You can't beat fear. So do it scared. 
it'll never not be scary. Even investing in a program or signing up for something, you're like, I'm just going to wait until I get the feeling or the nudge. But you know, you're going to be waiting forever. You're not going to feel like it. It'll always be painful. When you give your credit card number over the phone, no matter when it is, whether it's today or a month from now or next week, it doesn't matter. It's always going to be scary. Before you go live on Instagram or do the podcast or quit your job or leave that relationship, it'll just always be scary. That is what I've learned. We're in the mob. Remember? <laughs> that's, like- what, that's what you signed up for, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it scared. Let's do it scared. That's it huge. Scared. Well, thank you so much for being on. Where can people find you? Insta at real Sheila Bella. And my website is at SheilaBella.com. And also Pretty Rich Podcast. Woo-hoo. Yay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on today. We learned so much about sales, about making decisions, about taking your setback, making it into a freaking comeback. That's exactly what you did. So thank you for inspiring so many mamas all over the world that no matter where they are right now, they can have their best year ever too. So I just want to honor you for oh, showing up the way that you so do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Kayla, for having me and for seeing me. That's huge. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way through on the Mommy Millionaire Show. Make sure to subscribe anywhere that you're listening to podcasts at. And if you happen to have iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a review of the show? And of course, make it honest. (laughs) I know you're going to give me a five star, right? That's the way that we get this message out to more and more people around the world. Remember, as you do that, whatever you wish to receive, you have to give it first. And so giving a review, you know, something good is going to come your way today. Take the time and do that. Plus, I know you're the type of person who wants to really help people live their best life as well. So you could copy this link, share it out there with your friends, share it on social media. Remember, people need to be inspired more than ever right now. And I know you can help me on this mission. Thank you so much for being a part of the Mommy Millionaire podcast. Until next time, make sure to go after your dreams by being the person you were truly meant to be wealthy, happy, peaceful, and full of life. Love you.